Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 13, Unlucky for Some. In this episode, JFG Ash is suffering from a severe case of jet lag. And surely, JFG Alex can't be getting bored of Project Cars. Steam keep pushing and pushing the boundaries of digital media. And finally, we discuss our favourite trophies and achievements. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And if not... Johnny Red Neat, okay? Do it. Do it. So funny story. Um, there, I saw in an article the other day, and it was about um, actors who basically stopped acting after a flopped, like a flop film. Okay. And one of them was Sean Connery, and apparently he was he was going to be Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, and he turned it down because he didn't understand the script and wasn't sure if Tolkien was like a big deal. <laughs> and then he was up for like. Uh, a part in the Matrix as well and he turned that down for the same reason he was like yeah I don't really understand it and then both those films went on and did like massively well and so he was like oh shit well, I should really just take one of these like stupid scripts and so he took the next one and it was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen which was fucking trash completely bombed and he hasn't made a movie <laughs> since <laughs> so there we go <laughs> hello nice. and welcome <laughs> to the Justice for Gamers <laughs> podcast <laughs> this is episode 13. My name is Alex, and I'm joined by my good friend Ash, who's back from his hollish lay. Hello, Ash. How are you doing? I am back, and I am better than ever. No. You sound yeah, very relaxed. Or rather, you, you sounded relaxed when we were talking earlier. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not like gauging your whole mood from that very first sentence that you just <laughs> said. Uh, that would. Uh... Yeah, that that'd be odd if you did, I must say. But yeah, I am very good. Um I, I I'm on YouTube for some reason. I don't know why. Right, um yeah, I'm good. What am I doing? <laughs> what I'm, are you looking at? I don't know, nothing. I was gonna look at something. I th- you started talking about Sean Connery, so I was like, Yeah, YouTube. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Oh, what else has he done? It just made me interested in like shit, but then I was like, No. So yeah, brain farting everywhere right now. Um, I'm still kind of in holiday mode <laughs> since I only got back yesterday. Uh, I've tried to take in a lot of like information because I was in like a internet-free zone, and yeah, there's just too much that's happened. So later on, you're gonna have to summarise like the past two weeks of news for me. But, yeah, I can do that. You do that, and I'll uh, I'll comment on it as always. <laughs> you like landed back home, and you're like one of those like time travelers out of a movie. You're just like, what year is this? <laughs> Who's the president? Exactly. I have, yeah, like literally. Where am I? When is it? Uh, it's like Back to the Future in a way. <laughs> well, fair enough, buddy. I'm glad you had a good time, though. I had a lovely time. It was very relaxing. I had many naps. It was great. <laughs> Sleepies on the beach. It's very cool. So yeah, you had some you had some cheeky naps and uh, you had some beers and you had a rest and you've come back revitalized and ready to talk about video games. 
Yeah, man. I I played a few video games out there. Actually, I I watched uh, watched I watched quite a few films on on old Tabalay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I've got like um um my missus father-in-law like last year I think gave me his like old Samsung Tab 2, I think it is, like the 7-inch one like. And uh you know how I updated my phone to the latest Android like um using like the custom whatever it is i can't remember what yeah um i was like oh i wonder if i can do this on the tablet because like it runs like a piece of shit like because of all the like bloatware and like samsung crap on it and there's that will happen with samsung that will happen so um i rooted it and then boom yeah installed it on there and yeah it's like really quick now so i was like wow this is awesome so i've stuck a load of films on there had my 32 gig uh, micro sd card which was very handy, and um, I loaded also like 10 episodes that I'd been stockpiling of Hat Films um, Cornerstone. So that, that kept me busy as well. So I watched a lot of Minecraft, and um, yeah, it made me think I should play Minecraft again at some point. So I don't know, but I want to play the PC version, so we might have to try and do that somehow. I don't know how though, but yeah. Yeah, I have absolutely no way of doing that. You could. But uh, I have had a hankering recently for playing some Minecraft. Maybe we could have do to get that back again. on it. Yeah, Gibbons, baby. Yeah. But yeah, I played a few games on the Vita, which was nice. And um, had uh, it was my son's birthday while we were out there. So he had a uh, surprise when he got home of uh, Skylanders Trap Team. Now that it's gone down to Ooh. like 20 quid, which I think I'll probably <laughs> do every year now. Uh, for his birthday, because um, fuck off with my paying like 55 quid for that. It's retarded. But we've been down this road before uh, on how retarded yeah, that, that game model is. in the new one. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, it's just That's another thing to buy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it's like, for fuck's sake, like the ones in the trap team, you have to buy these trap masters. And like, and, and like yeah, well, we've got... Uh, one comes with the game and like he got another one for his birthday from uh, one of my mates uh, that knows him well Tom right there. what a ledge um, and, proper ledge yeah Gibbons and what it is in this one's obviously you have to have your your trap masters to get into the secret areas and all that's in these secret areas is like a little shitty hat that you put on that gives you like a stat boost and I'm like wow that is so not worth it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I'm gonna bother like trying to collect all these um, trap master ones. I don't see the point in it. So we've got loads of characters to play with, so we'll just go with that. So yeah, sounds fair enough, man. Yeah, man. I'll talk a little bit about it and how I think it's a little bit broken <laughs> later on. Uh, we I've played about I don't know two hours of it so far. We'll get on to that. But yeah, how nice. how's your week and a half or so long since I really spoke to you, Bean? Yeah, um, I can't really remember when, what I did since you weren't in the country, but uh, I haven't done very much at all, to be honest. I'm mainly job hunting at the moment, um, so that's taken up quite a lot of my time scouring the internet. Is that like a cheeky plug to say... Someone, if anyone's listening to this with a job <laughs> in my area, you know, can you contact? Well, that's me? the 
the the weirdest thing about it is kind of but not in not to not in that respect to be honest um because of the sort of jobs that i'm going for which a lot of them are kind of creative uh writing jobs involving pr and uh, pu- public speaking uh, um audio video editing all of that sort of thing um i can't help but put things like this podcast on my cv nice um which it's a, it's a it's a must it's a necessity because it's it's an example of something that i do but it's also terrifying to think that i send a cv out to a, a legitimate organization and they respond to um to my interest by listening to the justice for gamers <laughs> podcast it's gonna like, go well yeah, I mean, yeah. It, hopefully, they'll realise that it's an example of the different tones that I can. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the many varieties of you know occasions <laughs> that you can bring to such a, an event. It's kind of weird because a lot of the stuff that I've done recently is very creative and also very personal. So, the you know the idea of of business is looking at what I've been spending my life doing. Um, it's kind of yeah fills me with some degree of dread but uh, it's uh, you know needs must <laughs> indeed <laughs> but yeah so I've been job hunting other than that I uh, went to a Eurovision party um, which was very fun uh, I went to uh, we have a mutual friend uh, you may have heard of him dear listener his name is PJ um, he <laughs> his business involves uh, the occasional allowance of speciality tickets to gigs and so on and he uh, took me out on a beautiful date to the O2 <laughs> to watch the opening night of uh, Fleetwood Mac in concert um, which was one of the most wonderful experiences of my life <laughs> it was a, a special night including a, a free bar and Fleetwood Mac um, and it was brilliant and we got very drunk that because would you would Oh, definitely. Um, Free bar. I, I believe we held it well, <laughs> especially seeing as his boss was there, so we kind of needed to. But, um, yeah, that was pretty special. But other than that, yeah, just job hunting and uh, playing quite a lot of guitar. Cause I've, got, I've got a couple of weird gigs coming up in a few weeks' time that I need some covers for and, and stuff. I'm playing, a, <laughs> I'm playing a gig at an Iron Man tournament. <laughs> as in the, like... The weightlifting and stuff. That's right. right. It's a triathlon. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Are you there to pump them up, you know, get them psyched up with your death metal? This is basically it. Um, I'm an acoustic musician. Uh, I would imagine that if you're swimming the moat of a castle, you don't want to listen to me playing very soft, melancholic acoustic music. So I've thought that the least that I could do is learn some upbeat songs <laughs> so I'm learning some should, new covers uh, at the moment you should learn some like folk music um, because obviously ye old England was built on castles and moats you should, it's true you should it's true get the loot out you know <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, sage wisdom and yeah. I'll take it on board good so yeah that's what we've been up to. Uh, normally, at this point, we would head into what's new on the site this week, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing going on there. I don't know. Have you done anything? I haven't. 
Not really. I'm um, I've got some stuff on the go, but it hasn't been posted yet. I thought, seeing as you were away and we weren't recording a podcast and we weren't doing any videos, it'd be a good time for me to take a little break as well. Um, and obviously, seeing as I'm spending about five hours a day on the internet looking up jobs and stuff at the moment and repeatedly editing my CV. Nice. Um, I thought I'd leave it for a week, take a week off from writing and so on. So uh, there's nothing new on the site since the last podcast, but there will be before the next one. There's things on the go, and um, we'll have something to talk about there at the time. But right now we don't, so I think we can move straight on. It's probably best, to be honest, because uh, we've got about two weeks of news to get through, so we could do with cutting a section early doors. So now it's time for what we've been playing. Uh, do you want to start us off, Ash? Yeah, go on then. Uh, so, I'm on a plane, flying away to a far-off destination known as Portugal. I'm very excited yep. about this, because it's a holiday. With you so far. Yep. Yeah. yeah Holleschley. <laughs> I'm on the Holleschley. Well, embarking on the Holleschley. I'm like, right, kids are settled, you know, they're not screaming in my face. So I'm like, time for a bit of Vita. Crack it open. I'm like, yes, here we go. Flight mode enabled. Mirasaki baby, let's do this. <laughs> oh dear. It didn't go well, did it? Oh no. It was a bad start. Bad shout, that one. So oh. this game is some twisted weird little person in this like I don't know weird it, it's pretty much like some kind of what's the word I'm looking for not devil but you know underworldy you know twisted like nightmarish scenario oh. I'd say you know that kind of setting and it looks quite nice it's a good art style but then I start playing it and I'm like why 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 are the controls not working it's because it's fucking touchscreen, isn't it? Oh. Oh, dear. Immediately, I'm like, I don't like this game because my fingers are in the way of the screen. I mean, what's, what's, <laughs> you have controls on the side of the thing for a reason, you know, to use them. But hey, um, so, um, yeah, this game is completely touchscreen and the touchpad at the back. Um, you use the touchpad at the back to flip between like the two nightmare worlds. I don't know what they were. Um, this did something in the game. Uh, not, not not really sure what it did. You could do certain things in one area and certain things in another, and um, you literally just like pulled this upside down face devil baby. I'm gonna call it. Um, by dragging the, this heart-shaped balloon along the screen. But if you dragged it too fast, she'd fall over. This annoyed me. I immediately turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the end of that? Yeah, that was definitely the end of that. And then, um, because that, like, ruined, ruined it so early, I, I literally put the Vita away for, like, three days. And then uh, just watched, like I said, watch films and um, Minecraft. <laughs> and I was happy with so that. Yes, Mirasaki Baby caused you to just stop gaming for like <laughs> for three, three days. days. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a box quote if ever I heard one. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, literally, I was so like, just, I don't know, like, I, I, I immediately closed the game and was like, right, let's just play something else. And I was just like, I just don't feel like it. So, like, I just got the tablet out and I think I watched, like, um, Ninjago, which is like a Lego cartoon. Uh, I just watched that with my son. I watched an episode of that and I was like, yeah, that was better. Enjoyed that. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so, a few days later, um, time had passed. I had bronzed in the sun. I was glistening at this point. sorry that was an involuntary laugh that will definitely have clipped my microphone well done (laughs) sorry carry on and um, I get get back into uh, I load up the Vita and um, because we started playing or you started playing Uncharted 3 um, before and I I loaded it up as well I was like you know what I'm going to play Uncharted Golden Abyss and oh my god wow what a game for a Vita I'm I'm like you know what my view is on like portable games you know they're allowed to be a bit shitty um, graphically but, yeah, yeah and you know mechanically they don't have to be the sound it's like uh, with um, what was it Killzone it was a bit finicky with the like the, the aiming and shooting but yeah this game is just awesome like graphically for the vita it looks really nice the the controls are nice and smooth like they well you know they feel like an uncharted game like it it didn't feel like i was playing some kind of vita special like special as in like shaft master i don't know if i'm allowed to say that (laughs) vita special game (laughs) Yeah, I'll edit that out or put in some other word, I think. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, Um, I I didn't feel like I was playing that type of game. It felt like a a proper game. Um, What I did like about it, it was using the Vita's, like, specialties or, you know, its um, characteristics to its strength. Uh, So, like, all the motion sensing and things like that. So, like, when you would aim... You hold down the left uh, button and aim with the right trigger, but then to like really like home in on it, you could actually move the Vita around, and that would finalise your like. Uh, well, it's not a crosshair; it's a circle, isn't it? On Uncharted, but that that's how you could really get the headshots and stuff like that. Uh, I really liked the fact that you could do like photoing and like the sniping uh, was the same. So like you could zoom in like with the touchpad. Um, like up or not touchpad the touch screen um, like skimming it up and down and then move the actual Vita around to aim and things like that and it was just like yeah you know what this this is what this console or you know thing was made for and they like just like in Terraway where that uses is to its uh, to the game's advantage this was doing the same thing it's as you said, like with with Tearaway, like there's a real shortage of games on this platform that really utilise all of the things that it can do, all the different um, control methods, uh, and this is a great example. They're, they're few and far between, and I don't think we'll see many more. I think no, we definitely spoke not. a couple of weeks ago on the podcast about how Sony are kind of basically giving up to a, an extent with the uh, system. 
but yeah, I, I, I've played sort of half hour of this because Ellen's got it on her Vita as well, and um, it's very, very impressive. I like, I, I really liked the combat with the swiping sort of up and down and left and right and stuff. Yeah, on the screen. Ah, are you talking about the um, quick time events, buddy? Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> if I'm if I'm physically like swiping in directions, it doesn't feel quite so contrived yeah. as if I'm just tapping A or whatever. Definitely, uh, I like there, there was just so many nice like dynamics with it, like um, so like the photo mode where like you you can find like certain photos and you have to take the same one. You, you can like flick your fingers up and down on the back to like zoom in and zoom out oh god and like when you find artifacts you can spin them round and clean them <laughs> I don't know about the cleaning <laughs> thing that was a bit weird but the, the whole spinning round thing with the, the, the with the rear touchpad you know like things like that it was just it was really cool the, puzzle, classy, the isn't puzzles it? as well like if, if I had a game of just puzzles I'd, I'd buy that you know the way they do that you know just moving it with your fingers spinning it round and stuff I'd buy a puzzle game be ace <laughs> very cool very cool game yeah there's just lots and lots of good things in that game so um, when I started playing that game I was like right immediately like every night I'd be like yeah shut up woman I'm, <laughs> I'm playing playing Vita Uncharted <laughs> time but yeah it was uh, yeah cracking game really enjoying it I'm gonna definitely even though I'm back to playing the PS4 I think I'll still pick it up here and there and finish it off Nice man. I mean, that's a sign of a good a good game. If, if if you're in a position where you could play either, there's no you know you're not denied of the main console, and you still fancy picking up the portable version. That's that's the sign of a good game, surely. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, as well as that, while I was away, I played Lego Indiana Jones on the Nintendo DS, like the old wow. old DS, um, because. Uh, when I was down at me, my folks, um, I don't know, about three or four months ago, I found um, our old Nintendo DS. And I was like, oh yeah, my son would like this because like, he's got a tablet and stuff, but he hasn't got like a handheld. And like I thought like Nintendo always make, well, they make cracking handhelds for like kids and stuff like that. But obviously adults as well. Um, so I just thought that and then I, I was scouring the internet for like just cheap DS games and there's like millions of them but I just saw like in Lego Indiana Jones I think it was like three quid I was like yep that'll do so I got him that and um, stuck that in there for his birthday or before his birthday so I could take it on holiday with him so I played a bit of that because obviously he was getting stuck on bits but yeah it's alright you know a bit dated now but still like uh, I'm impressed with like how they did it on the DS like um, it's all like 3D and everything so that, that was pretty cool the the touch stuff on it was quite pointless because you could also hit I think it was like A button to do whatever it said on the touch screen so that was weird <laughs> right. yeah, yeah like literally it's like absolutely pointless like it being there like you can either like switch to your different Lego character which you can also do by I think it's Y uh, or you, and there's like the, a larger part of the screen where you have like an action like dig or something like that uh, but you can also do that with A so <laughs> I don't don't really know don't think they utilised the DS to its maximum there but yeah it, it was okay it was good it's, it's a fine game nothing wrong with it but yeah 3 quid mate um, and then the, the big one 
uh, when we got back yesterday. Um, so I've played about an hour and a half, or yeah, of Skylanders Trap Team today. Um, not much difference to <laughs> the previous version, but uh, I didn't think there would be, apart from you know the new uh, Trap Masters that was on about, and like uh, now you can trap um, the. Uh, the bad guys and you can play as the bad guys for a little amount of time but once again that means you have to buy little key things or whatever they are to uh, to do that so there's even more money so that's great news so wow. I, th I think I'm going out this weekend to buy some actually I think that's what I'm doing so I can't wait for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've got no idea about any of this stuff or or, or concept of it like you might as well be going, yeah, I'm learning Mandarin at the moment um, with my son. We're just learning Mandarin. Yeah. It's so it's completely alien to me, like the whole idea of it. I just, yeah, I'm not a kid. And well, I remember when I was little, I always used to wonder why adults didn't have like a sense of perspective of what I as a child was going through. Yeah. And now I'm, I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I've got older and I've just forgotten. And I'm just yeah. like, what? Well, the the main difference is now like I, I'm quite happy like collecting them like if he wants to go for it, but the thing is like just reining them in and making sure you get them when they're on sale or when they're like just cheap, because otherwise they'll just be fucking ridiculous money like in the hundreds. But it's like if yeah. if if I can get like a few for like a tenner or something like that, I'll be like yeah there you go just get them. He's happy. He, he, the good thing is that like, he he doesn't really know what he needs or he wants so i can like kind of steer him in that direction and be like yeah that's that's the one you want mate yeah do you think that'll change oh when he gets older yeah definitely but then i can just be like no or i'll get him to like wash the car <laughs> or something you know like you used nice. to like, you know like be like do like odd jobs around the house and like tidy up stuff and do the vacuuming and things like that and be like yeah there's a fiver treat yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, the game itself, like I said, is pretty much the same, um, nothing new. But I found it really finicky. Like, so there's two people on screen. When one gets, there was loads of glitches, and this game's been out since last year. Like, once it's September time when it comes out, so you would have thought they might have fixed some of these issues. So, like, one character gets too far away from the other. Obviously, the the screen doesn't work like that. There, and then it just immediately teleports the other one to whatever one it, it thinks is in the best position. Uh, there, there was countless times where like I would either fall off or, or he would fall off the side and it would just stay there for like a couple of minutes like glitching out. I was like... What? Oh man. Yeah, like seriously, I was like, wow, this this is broken. Like, and it, it doesn't look like they've done anything about it. I've got all the updates and everything installed, but... Yeah, it, it, the 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 swap force one felt uh, a lot more polished in in the way for like co-op play. Whereas this one just doesn't feel good at all. Uh, obviously, this is only after an hour and a half. Like I, it might not ever happen again, but I'm sure it happened about like five or six times, like in the space of that two hours of playing. Oh, it's definitely a glitch, then, isn't it? Like, yeah, I would have thought so. Like it's <laughs> so uh, like yeah. So like um, there'd be like jumping puzzles. I'd get to the jumping puzzle, 
he would try and do the final bit fail and then have to go around again um, and then as he goes back to the beginning it pulls me off the edge that's wow yeah that's an issue so therefore I've got to go that's around awful. and do it yeah exactly in a co-op game that can get very frustrating if uh, you're playing with a five year old and they're you know making a fair few mistakes which they can <laughs> which is fine <laughs> until you lose it and be like come on fuck's sake but yeah um, so yeah that's what I've been playing uh, I've also got Lego Batman 3 looking forward to that because I picked that up for just under £14 just before I went away so got that in the bag as well yeah no 14 quid mate so that's another one he's got to play uh, and I'll join in here and there so I don't know if it's gonna what it's gonna compare to with the Lego Marvel but I will report on it when I play it very nice so I've done a lot of talking just then uh, mainly shit um, so what have you been playing? <laughs> okay, so I think you've said it before, like uh, a few podcasts ago when I was kind of fairly busy, not online very much, um, obviously I realised that you were going to be off for uh, at least a week. And um, it's only when one of us has gone for a week or so that I realise quite how much my evenings tend to revolve around playing games with you. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Because time seems to pass very slowly in the evenings when you're on holiday. That's what I've found out. Mm. But either way, it it seemed like a very obvious opportunity to really cane through something single player. Uh, And I think when we were talking in the podcast before, that was probably going to be Thief. Um, Yeah. Well, it it wasn't Thief. I didn't play any of Thief. And that's because of the PlayStation Now beta and the fact that the PlayStation Now beta included Uncharted 3. Woo! I, as I said, I, I'd played about half hour of Golden Abyss, the the Vita version. Um, but I, you know, I had my reservations there as to how true it was to an Uncharted game. The fact that it, it isn't a Naughty Dog game, for example. Yeah. Um, and I'd never played an Uncharted game before. I didn't have a PS3 Um and so, therefore, I couldn't possibly have have owned it. Um, I didn't play it at anyone else's house or anything either. It's not the sort of game that you would, really, is it? It's a, a mainly a single-player experience. I know that there's a, there was an online multiplayer aspect, but um, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I played it from start to finish uh, while you were away, within within about sort of four or five sittings, something like that. Uh, and as the credits rolled, I skipped back to the main menu and started again. And I'm now halfway through a second playthrough. It's strange how we, the, that those games do that because like, I had the original two, uh, well, yeah, the original two, the first two, on the PS3, and that, that's exactly what I did. I, like I finished it, and then I immediately just started it again, and I don't know why. I just did. It was just it so sucks much fun. You in. Yeah, it sucks you. I mean, the the story was wonderful. Um, it was just really, really good. It felt like I was playing Indiana Jones and uh, the different locales and the different characters. The voice acting is is absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, I'll never get high, tired of hearing 
Victor Sullivan having it just he could just talk at me for hours <laughs> on end and it would be fine <laughs> Richard McGonagall Classic. Um, I wasn't sure if I would be kind of screwing myself over, over by playing the third having never played the first or the second uh, it doesn't feel like it I'm, I'm just as keen on playing the first two well to be honest about ten times more so than I was mm. before um just a wonderful game, a wonderful experience. I, I don't think it's the absolute pinnacle of gameplay. There's a lot of um, weird camera switches, uh, quick time events. Um, I found myself missing jumps, falling off of walls because of switching cameras. Uh, also, the controls felt a little bit woolly, but I'd be more than willing to put some of that down to the fact that I was streaming the thing. Um, yeah. That has to have some effect on the how precise things are. It certainly took me a couple of hours to get the gist of how sensitive the camera seemed to be for headshots and stuff. Yeah. At first, I thought that that was possibly button delay. Um, by the end of the game, I was having no problem with it anymore. I don't know if I just adjusted or if I was just being an idiot in the first place. Um, just a brilliant experience. Uh, not massively keen on using the term experience for playing games but it really just it just felt like i was in a, like a 10 hour action movie that was gripping from start to finish so great puzzles great locations it looks really nice considering it's a a ps3 game and b i'm streaming it it's not even <laughs> on my system um yeah uh, I just thought it was wonderful. I'll, I'm sure I'll complete it a second time. Um, I'm now very, very much hoping that the story we were talking about a few weeks back about the possibility of a Uncharted trilogy remaster coming to the PlayStation 4 at some point this year, I very much hope that's true because that'll be a day one purchase for me. I yeah, definitely. Just wonderful, we'd, wonderful we'd experience. Yeah. So, yes... Uh, I played that. I'll stop. I'll stop about that now. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very good game, isn't it? Like the, all the Uncharted series, they just make well, Naughty Dog. They just make cracking games. Even though I don't think they made the Vita version. There's a different studio that made that. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Bend. I, is it Bend? I think it is Bend. Yes, yeah. that's right. I was about to try and think of the name and fail, but yes, you're right. It's Bend. Yes. Um, they obviously did a very good job of capturing the spirit of the thing. Mm. Yeah, well, the same voice actors and stuff, really, isn't it? So, I mean, well, Nathan Drake is anyway. Uh, so yeah. that, that's going to be a big, a big deal. Um, if if he's a different chap, then that'd be. I mean, yeah. I, I watched the um, the early gameplay footage that they released a couple of months back, and uh, I, I just can't wait now. It just looks wonderful, absolutely wonderful, beautiful looking. Um, can't wait yeah do it (laughs) so yeah next uh, I've played Project Cars and I've been playing the career mode on Project Cars and I'm getting a little bit bored what of Project Cars of uh, well of the career mode I'm getting a little bit bored of just doing race after race and qualifying after qualifying I was getting worried then you're getting bored of a racing game (laughs) I don't think that it's the game's fault um, although you could argue that if the career was a little more engaging, then I would maybe not be getting bored. Like if it had a storyline. 
No, that's not what I wanted at all. Uh, I, I have completely overplayed Project Cars along with several other racing games. And uh, I've done this before in the past. I just need to take a little break, I think. But yeah. um, it's at its absolute finest when um, I'm, we're, I'm playing with friends. And I only really get the opportunity to do that with you know, several friends once a week. And they don't have, they haven't had the sort of time uh, available to them to play it as much as I have. But yeah, I think I just need to cool off on that a little bit <laughs> for a little while. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that, been playing Pez as I always do. I've now, my Schalke side won the Champions League, and we've got Reborn 16 year old Didier Drogba, Xavi, and Francesco Totti now. That'd be. Um, and I have to say that. One of the things that I missed the most when we switched to FIFA all the way back in 08-09 was this whole reborn players thing. The fact that a player retires and then the following season... He's back in. They're back in as a 16-year-old. And the problem I always had with FIFA and the reason that I got into this habit of probably only playing maybe two or three seasons each career mode and then starting afresh was that FIFA doesn't do that and so five six seven seasons into your career mode all of the players you're using are um, just gibberish just nonsense made up players Pez you can just play you can just keep playing forever it just it's it's you know Circular, basically, the career and it goes um, round and round like a merry. It does, and it's very enjoyable. Or um, like a record player, indeed, right indeed. So yeah, that's really good. Uh, what else? The unfinished Swan. I completed that while you were away. Uh, I was about halfway through, I think. Um, it's not a very long game. One of the, it was last month's PS Plus. Um, I don't think I've played any of last month's PS Plus games. Apart from Miyazaki Baby. I feel like fucking they, people were a little underwhelmed by some of them. And um, I think a lot of people probably would have... Maybe they're getting a little bit sick of, of the sort of three-hour indie story, single-player experience thing. Um, I think it was worth it was worth completing. I'd, I'd recommend you play it. I thought it was very, very good. Um just a cool game with some excellent mechanics involving paint. You have to sort of paint the scenery around you to find your way through it. Um, it was a cool story. It was really nicely put together. Um, but I'm I'm probably done with that now. I think I played a grand total of about three, three and a half hours of it. And I, I, I very much doubt I'll ever go back. But very nice game. Hmm. Fair dues, buddy. Um, and then finally... It's uh, Wednesday that we're recording this, upon my request, because once again I'm dicking about doing stuff on other days, uh, and PlayStation Plus went live today, so um, four games that were PlayStation 4 compatible went onto the store this afternoon, uh, and I have played all four of them, Ash, because that is how I live my life. Well, why wouldn't you? Uh, so, Futuridium... Extended Play Deluxe uh, is a phone game. Is this the one that looks like Star Fox? Like it looks a bit, it, it looks, the original SNES Star Fox. Yeah, it is. Um, I played it for about 15, 20 minutes, and it's just it's just a phone game. It's just 
fly around, collect cube, go back, whatever. There's a pumping soundtrack. Just, I think, I've been very much flying the flag for Sony with all of these really small, indie-developed, um, simplistic games coming off of, like, you know, the sort of tablet store game, that sort of thing. Um, I think I've kind of had my fill now, and... Um, so I, I won't be playing that again. Can't be asked. It's just it's just like a phone game. Um, so I won't bother. Then I played Super Exploding Zoo. Yay. Um, same. Same thing again. <laughs> it's like a flash game. It's just, you know, it's the sort of thing you'd find on Newgrounds. Yeah. You're, um, you're a thingy. You've got to protect a thingy by killing other thingies by going around collecting other thingies. 2D map. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I get really angry uh, when I'm listening to other podcasts and people on there who haven't really given stuff a fair shot just dismiss it. Like it, it makes me angry, and I always think to myself, "Why would you keep just dismissing stuff when, like, you know, there's people out there who would have given that a fair whack and probably liked it on that basis?" And like, I just don't know why you would do that, but I seem to be doing it right now. Couldn't give a fuck about uh, Super Exploding Zoo. I deleted it. 10 minutes after installing it uh, I will never play it again and I wouldn't bother <laughs> that's why I'm saying yeah uh, and the other two we've got are Skulls of the Shogun and Ground Zeroes you say you haven't played any of these no haven't played any I, I had a obviously I know what Ground Zeroes is I had a quick YouTube of Skulls of the Shogun earlier um, I didn't really get what was going on there but yeah something happened Okay, uh, Skulls of the Shogun is the good one. Ooh. This is the good indie game that we've been given this month. Um, it's really fun, and it's a it's a turn-based story sort of game. It starts off you're on like a like a, almost like a Super Mario map, you know, where you go from point to point throughout the kingdom, um, and then each map that you go to is a series of battles. Um, but it's all kind of turn-based. You've got a certain number of turns. So it's got a sort of XCOM or Transistor. It's got that sort of thing going on. Uh, and it's really fun. And it's really good. And it's also really funny. It, there's a lot of meta jokes in there. It kind of refers to itself all the time. Um, it's set in ancient... Well, it's set in hell. But it's <laughs> set in ancient Japanese times. Um, but all of the... It's all told out in speech bubbles. It's really fucking funny and really fun to play and strategic and cool and very very good. Oh, and we I should talk. You should play it, it and we should talk about it next week. Okay. Uh, I think it it merits it. Uh, and I saw. I'm sure I saw a video ages ago. It may well have been Total Biscuit that I was watching a video of playing it. Um, and I'd forgotten that that's what it was until I loaded it up and then I was really pleased. Um, so yeah. Uh, definitely give that a go it's really cool and um, I reckon we'll talk about that again next week because I reckon we'll have both been playing it for some time oh, give it a go and finally in this bumper what we've been playing <laughs> session uh, I tucked into Ground Zeroes for about half an hour um, and again I reckon we'll be talking about this next week because I reckon we'll both get our teeth into this yeah um, we always liked the look of it. We just felt like it looked basically like a demo rather than a, a release, and we weren't really prepared to pay for it. And now we're delighted that we didn't, because we didn't have to, and we both got it. Um, 
looks really cool, graphically really nice, uh, and I love I love third-person stealth games, so I'm sure I'm going to absolutely lap it up. I haven't got a fucking clue what the story is all about. Everyone's got really stupid names, uh, <laughs> and there's probably a, a whole, you know, there's like probably a hundred pages of lore that I could read to get up to speed, having never played a Metal Gear game ever in my life. But yeah, um, but have you ever wanted to play a Metal Gear game? Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I've, uh, never I've never had. A, I've never. To play really, one. They were. They were so huge though I know I, and I have I played like, I've probably nah. played 20 minutes of the first one like when I was little I don't but, think I um, did you know I think it just passed me by it was just something I was just like nah I don't know I'm sure that I would have got into that series and bought all of those games if I had had a Playstation but I didn't this is my first Playstation the PS4 is the, my first ever Sony console so wow. I've never had any possibility of playing it same as uncharted um and yeah i'm it, it means that i didn't really know what to expect here it also means that i'm not that excited about phantom pain um when a lot of people are but i'm hoping that this will get me into it enough and i was kind of hoping that ps now would have a, a metal gear game on there but it doesn't but yeah that would have been good to from play. our experiences with ps now um may well make use of that service once it's up and running proper and I'm sure there'll be Metal Gear games on there at the time so yeah but yeah I'll probably talk about it more next week because I reckon I'll, I'll probably play a chunk of it this week but um, yeah early impressions that thing looks really cool really fun yeah buddy we'll give it a go we certainly will so that's what we've been playing this week and mm-hmm. last week <laughs> Indeed. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. Ooh. This week we have a Fonz, Ash. I see, buddy. It's a very good one. It's, you know, it, this looks like it's going to be the forefront of digital media I mean you've just described this story and also Steam as a business yeah they seem to be pushing the boundaries once again yeah it's all common sense stuff but it seems like everyone else is always kind of lagging behind I'm not saying Steam are perfect I I think they could they could do with a little bit of curation especially I don't know if you saw some of the things that came out over the last couple of weeks on Steam uh, some really dodgy, like racist and homophobic games that sort of snuck onto green light and stuff because they just refused to um, curate that storefront at all. Um, but they have their reasons for that, and a- at least you know you can understand it. It's not negligence; it's a, a-, a point of view there. Anyway, yeah. this is far more positive than that. Um, th- this week, Steam have announced that they are going to bring in refunds. Um, in fact, I think they're live right now. Uh, now, this has been a bone of contention for anyone who has made digital purchases on any platform, really. We've talked about it before. When I think when we bought Drive Club, if, if there'd been a, a very obvious um, chain or process into getting ourselves a refund on that game, I suspect we probably would have done, wouldn't we, to be honest? Because it was a shambles. I definitely would have been like, 
give me my money back. This is shit. I've played it for like an hour and it doesn't work. Give me my money There's back. There's no better reason for a refund than if the product you've bought is broken. It mm. shouldn't be so difficult to get one. Um, and now, if you're a PC gamer, then it isn't. It isn't difficult to get one. So uh, let me read you this little quote from Valve. Um, you can request a refund for nearly any purchase on Steam for any reason. Maybe your PC doesn't meet hardware requirements. Maybe you bought a game by mistake. Maybe you played the title for an hour and just didn't like it. It doesn't matter. Valve will, upon request via help.steampowered.com, issue a refund for any reason. So the only caveat to this is... Uh, you have to request your refund within 14 days and you have to have played the game for less than two hours, both of which I think are entirely reasonable. Yeah. Um, but credit where it's fucking due, quite yeah. frankly. like Especially that last bit of the quote, like maybe you played the title for an hour and just didn't like it. I mean, fucking... It's, it's even hard to take like back a physical version of a game if you don't like it. Like, it's true. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I remember like trying to take back. I think it was like, I think it was Juiced Two on the uh, original Xbox, the Xbox One, and <laughs> I was just, I, I took it back. I think it was like Blockbusters at the time where I got it from. I was just like, this game's shit. I want my money back. And they were like, what? Are you no. I'm like, yeah, this game is shit. I would like a refund because it's shit. And they were like, um. Uh, okay, yeah, I ended up getting my money back, which was nice. But yeah, they they weren't <laughs> they weren't too happy about it. It's so weird, though, isn't it? Because any other product under the sun, yeah. If you went in and you were like, this this is fucking shit, <laughs> yeah, they'd be like more than willing to give you a refund or at least store credit. And certainly, if if you bought something and it was broken, like yeah. <laughs> like. You go back into a furniture store and you're like, this is literally broken. Like, there's a door hanging off of this cupboard. <laughs> I want a refund. They'd be like, of course. You go in there with a game and you're like, I, the, the online servers don't work. They'd be like, what? Care? So I bought um, a, an inside aerial. I think it was like last year to watch the football. Um, whatever football was on last year. You know, World Cup Hidge or something. Maybe. It was the World Cup. Yeah. Um, so I could watch it on the telly in the kitchen. And put it, plugged it in. Did nothing. So I took it back and I was like, this is shit. It doesn't work. They were like, alright then. There's your money. I'm like, thank you. See you later. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> Job done. Again, I feel like it's... Uh... Uh, there's a perception there's a perception of customer there mm. um, from developers and publishers and online stores I think there's a, there's always been this perception of the fact like you're making games no matter what rating they are and the fact that this is a complete fallacy and in no way true anymore that you're making games for kids and kids are stupid and kids don't deserve anything and so you know, fuck you if you want your refund, whatever, you're just some stupid kid. That's the impression that I get from this industry mm. on, on regular occasion. Um, and it's not acceptable. And Sony and Microsoft will find it very difficult to 
uh, carry any any different sort of stance than Steam do now that they've made this move. It's it's fantastic for the games industry that, that Valve have come out and done this. Yes, absolutely. What a move. Brilliant. Love it. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Number one. F1 delayed till July 10th. I don't care. I've got Project Cars at the moment, so it's fine. Okay, uh, I agree. But I am excited about that game, and I will be buying it. You are. I'm not. Well, we'll see. Well, we will see. Number two. Um, <laughs> Project Cars Wii U uh, is unlikely to be coming out. Ah, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was wow. I was so looking forward to that. When I buy my Wii U, like next year and Project Cars isn't on it I'm going to be like for fuck's sake what yeah we what going to do <laughs> no one thought that this game was going to come out on the Wii U uh, and it it isn't going to come out on the Wii U um, a spokesperson from Slightly Mad came out this week and said that it's currently running at 23 frames per second in 720p on the Wii U uh, and kind of they basically said, we reckon we could probably get it going at 30 um, if we could be bothered, but there's just no <laughs> way that that's going to happen. But that's yeah. basically the... They, they came out and said that there's a... Um, it, the, although it's not going to be coming out, it could launch on the next Nintendo, <laughs> which is just just a complete fob off. Yeah. Um, there's not much to talk about here. No one thought that game was coming out on the Wii U. I don't know why they chose to announce that it would, uh, and it isn't. It won't. I promise you it won't. Um, and it probably won't come out on the NX either, frankly, because that could be like two or three years away, and why would you be releasing Project Cars on it? So... Hey, NX is coming out at E3. It's going to be like how Microsoft do it. And it's under your seat. <laughs> and there's also $500 in everyone's bank accounts. Nah. Um, no. It's, it's not coming out at E3. They've said they're not going to even talk about it at all at E3. Um, uh, no, it's just, you know, it's... it's uh, what's it? It's a ploy. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all a ploy, you know. <laughs> Okay, well, either way, Project Cars isn't coming out on Wii U. Sorry about that, Wii U owners. But you probably knew that already. <laughs> yeah. uh, unless you're mental. Uh, next, the new Xbox controller is launching this month. Um, I didn't know that that was a thing. Me neither. Um, Video Gamer posted about this, and they. I don't know if they actually broke the story with their shrewd sleuthing or if they nicked it off someone else. But basically there's a, a post from Microsoft on their website saying, get to know your Xbox wireless controller. Um, designed to familiarize users with the controller. And it includes the mention of a 3.5mm headphone port, which it says is only available on controllers released after June 2015. They're doing away with the stupid little whatever it is. 
in there. Yeah, the mini jack yeah. or whatever it's called. The mini so, micro jack. Yeah, I don't know if the controller would be any different other than that, but uh, that's definitely changing. Uh, and those looks like they'll be available from June. Maybe that's something they'll announce at E3 and say they're out now. It's out now. I've heard um, that it's uh, it's twice as the, twice the size. The controller. Yeah, and um, <laughs> sits on your face. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing the reveal for that. Should be a good one. As uh, Phil motherfucking Spencer (laughs) comes out with a controller on his face. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, Next, FIFA 16 features female teams. There are going to be 12 national sides included in the game. Uh, the game has a launch date now, 25th of September. Um, but you can't play men versus women. You can only play women versus women. But, yeah, FIFA's got women in it. Female teams. What do you think about that? That's nice, isn't it? Why not? They play football. Yeah. They do. They do play football. Now, is there going to be women characters in COD now? I think there are women characters in COD. Are there? What, in multiplayer like, things? I think so. Well, you can actually slip between male and female. Can't in Battlefield. I thought, I thought you could. I might be I wrong. Don't I don't play Call of Duty, so I do, I do not know. I will find out. I'm pretty sure that um, this is going to be an ongoing thing where uh, women are going to... Start appearing in games as we move out of the fucking dark ages. Now yeah. it's 2015. Now um, that we can afford to render them, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ubisoft. Um, <laughs> Just a little one about Ubisoft on the the female front again. They have disbanded the frag dolls. Uh, did you ever hear about the frag dolls over the past ten years or something? I don't know. I don't think so. It was doesn't ring a bell. Ubisoft's all-girl gaming like clan or gaming team. I remember like right. when we had the 360. I used to subscribe to. I think it was like 360 Gamer magazine. I think oh, I think that's what it was called. And um, one of the frag dolls used to write a few articles in there about it. But yeah, yeah so yeah, they've been disbanded after ten years. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Did they wear very tight clothing and go to lots of expos? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I get you. But they 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 were actually quite good gamers, from what I remember, and they did apparently do quite a lot of work for girls in gaming or females in gaming and stuff like that, promoting it and things like that. So, yeah, I'm guessing they did a lot of good work, and, uh, yeah, it's a shame that they've gone. Yeah. Okay, next, uh, Need for Speed. We mentioned this very briefly in our last podcast, which was a fortnight ago. Uh, And it was the... I think we recorded that on a Tuesday. I think, again, that was my fault. But uh, there was going to be a Need for Speed launch reveal on the Thursday. Well, that came about, and we didn't miss much because it looks very uh, played with, the footage. Uh, It didn't really show any sort of real proper gameplay footage. Um, We 
had pretty much surmised that it was going to be a Need for Speed Underground reboot, uh, and that does seem to be the case, but they're not going to be calling it Need for Speed Underground, it's just going to be called Need for Speed, and they're describing it as a reboot, which is quite a popular thing to do these days. Just take the, you know, like Tomb Raider did the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the story that's come out this week about it is that it is going to require a constant internet connection. You're not going to be able to play it unless you're online. No. Um, do no you still see that. that as a real problem? Yes. We've been through this before. About my whole issues with SimCity. How that had the internet connection and then literally the second day after I bought it my internet went down and I couldn't play Yeah, it. but I think I think that this is... I think that there's some sort of legitimate gameplay mechanical reason why... I don't think this is like a sort of DRM thing because this is, you know, you're talking about a predominantly console game here. Yeah, okay. not something okay. that people will have pirated. So the reason that it's online, um, I, I'm assuming, is because it's going to be open world and you're going to be constantly yeah. on servers with people. It's going to be a, a, an MMO racing... RPG. You think it's going to be their crack at... Uh, what was it fucking called? The Yubi game. Oh, uh, The Crew. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be that. think it's going to be yeah. their version of The Crew. That's what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's totally Need for Speed Rivals had a touch of that, didn't it? It, it was open world. It did have, yeah. There were only about six people on a server, but... Uh, yeah, and people could use their phones to, like, fuck up your car and stuff, which was great. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. I don't see it as a massive issue, but that is probably because I am online all the time. Yeah, I don't uh, see it as an issue until my internet goes down. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Then it's an issue. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think EA came back and said that the network requirement will allow for nice benefits. That's a direct quote. Nice benefits. I don't know what they mean by that. Um, but we'll move on. I think it means happy Next. endings. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Windows 10, uh, which we've already reported on, is free for anyone running Windows 7 or 8, uh, including people who nicked it. Yeah, um, it great. launches on the 29th of July, uh, and uh, look out for a tray notification about that if you're running a, um, a current version of Windows. That should pop up in the same way that application updates and stuff pop up every now and again and system updates uh, and you can reserve your copy on there now uh, the download's going to be about 3 gig and yeah, 29th of July I'm looking at it right now have you you've got your copy sorted, have you? yeah, on laptop and PC so they're both reserved uh, it says it will download once available and you can cancel your uh, reservation at any time. Uh, it just says nice. it's going to download to the device, install, and then that's it. You're there. Which is good. I like free stuff. Yeah, it's very impressive, to be honest, yes. what they're up to at the moment. And uh, I've been reading, a, I've read a couple of previews about Windows 10, which gives you some sort of idea about me. Uh, I'm, I don't have a Windows PC, so uh, either <laughs> way, it, um, 
it, it looks like a really solid system. They've learned a lot of lessons from Windows 8. Um, I think one of the big things that people are going to really notice here is the sort of optimization they've done. They've stripped away a lot of the um, a lot of the processes involved um, in the background. Um, and I think it's really going to revitalize a lot of older systems. There's going to be, you're talking about a longevity that just didn't exist 10 years ago in some of these new PCs. You buy a PC now with with a new copy of Windows on there and you could be good to go for sort of eight, nine, ten years. Yeah, that's when before, the thing, you know, it just wasn't the case. So I don't know, maybe it'll come out, it'll bomb. I don't know, I'll look like a right <laughs> yeah, possibly. mug. But uh, from an outsider's perspective who's done a little bit of reading, uh, it looks like it's going to be rather successful. So that's that. Uh, let's move on to the next thing, which is about Grand Theft Auto, everyone's favourite game, the best game ever made. Best game. Um, there's a new content pack coming out. It's called Ill-Gotten Games. It launches at some point this month. It's going to feature new cars, new weapons, new clothes, uh, and there's going to be a second pack to launch in the summer at some point. What do you think about that? I'm definitely happy about this. Like, um, we've already had like a lot of actual like mission updates, and also with the heist to keep us busy. And there's been like a bit of extra stuff to spend your in-game currency on, like uh, a couple of cars. And each time there's been like the heist pack, and was it the beach bum pack, or whatever they are? I can't remember. Uh, but to actually have one that's just going to have lots of crap in it, you know, I can't wait. I'm going to buy all the clothes, you know, our weekly outfit change, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ash picks me up from my GTA apartment. We drive down to uh, the local uh, pants store, mm. uh, celebrate the completion of however many missions we've just done each week by... Uh, Buying some new clothes. Designing our new of, attire. <laughs> yep, they're vaguely matching. We start at the uh, top or the bottom, work our way up or down, um, piece by piece, mm. and uh, we're always looking like very fresh. We are quite G-fresh at the moment. We went gangsterific, didn't we? Yeah. Not You're Italian mafia G. gangster, like the bulldogs. Very New Jersey. <laughs> we, we killed a lot of ballers yesterday, didn't we? Actually, when we played, they had it coming, mate. They did, you know. Did I do like the fact that we just don't get a wanted like star when we do missions as well? You can just yeah. go go crazy killing people. It don't matter. You can go back wild on that, and the yeah. police aren't interested. They don't care. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, very excited about new stuff. I, I'm already saving up for the cars. Yeah, there's a new sports car that looks very tasty. It's um, going to be like a million, blatantly, always yeah, is. I think it, it needed it, to be honest. You yeah. know, you chuck the heists in and the sort of money that people earn from the heists. And spent. Um, and spent, <laughs> <yeah>. Immediately. <laughs> it, needed, it needed some new gear in there. Um, yeah. Go on, Rockstar. Just keep giving us more yeah, stuff. It's fucking legends. nice. I will legends. keep playing. Indeed. Indeed, we'll probably do that after this. Um, <laughs> next story, XCOM 2 is coming in November. I don't think either of us are fans of XCOM. Um, I've played XCOM, is it the Bureau? Um, for quite a bit. That's a different game, that. Is it? Oh, well, there you go. That was a first-person shooter, I think, yeah, the Bureau. I, I found that more fun. <laughs> you liked that? <laughs> 
Uh, we both, I think we both got this on a humble bundle. The first XCOM, um, not not the first XCOM, the no, reboot. No, yeah, the reboot. Um, we played a couple of um, multiplayer games of it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We just we couldn't get into it, to be honest. Um, it, a lot of people really love that game, though, and the trailer is very impressive looking. Um, more of the same, but lots of improvements. Uh, that's coming this November. It's quite sudden. It wasn't even announced this game at all, and then suddenly we hit June. They say it's coming out, and it's coming out in you know like four months. Fair enough. I kind of like that. Stuff. Yeah, much pre- much preferred. Codemasters kind of tend to do the same. Yeah, um, it's the way forward, and it's ridiculous, really, because. You know, you get these companies building up mass hype and mass hysteria for years and years and years. Very, very rare that their games aren't then a disappointment when they finally come out because they've overhyped them. Yeah, um, what game am I thinking of now that's just... Like a couple of weeks ago, kind of did that. And it just reminded me immediately of Watch Dogs. I can't remember. Some, some open world game did that. And I was just like, oh God, here we go again. Yeah, fucking division, mate. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. It wasn't a Ubisoft game though. It was something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, some, some kind of yeah. I know, right? Shocker. Um, yeah, some kind of like pre-launch whatever trailer, and I was just like, oh no, it's not going to look like that at all when it's released. Yeah. Oh well, these things happen. They just can't keep it in their pants, buddy. It's true. It's true. They've got a windmill it about. And, uh, <laughs> they suffer for it in the end. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Next, uh, there's going to be new PS4s. Um, two new models coming. Uh, a 500 gig one with new components, in inverted commas, and a one terabyte model. Um, Is the new component or different component um, a terabyte hard drive instead of 500 gig hard drive I do not think so or there would only be one model announced rather than two okay so there's a 500 gig one with different components I don't know what that means I I'm almost a hundred percent certain that that doesn't mean some sort of upgrade there's no way that they would do that the console's doing really well um it doesn't need it no they wouldn't spend the money on doing so um the first thing that sprang to mind was the wi-fi um i'm not very good with the technical aspect but what's the the gigahertz thingy the like 50 and the I can't remember what it's 2. called 2.4 and the 5.4, is it? 2.6 is G. We'll go with that. Either and way, N the... N is 5.4, I believe. The PS4 doesn't have the better one of those, and Which is maybe N. that's going to... Yeah, maybe that'll be the new component. I don't know. Maybe that'll be it. The The Wi-Fi on that, on that PlayStation console is absolutely fucking atrocious. Yes. Um... To the point where it sits directly below my wireless router, um, and obviously I've got it plugged in via a cable. Um, when I have it running wirelessly, I get under 10 of my 50 meg connection. When it's plugged in, I get between 45 and 50 at all times. Yeah. Um, it's it's maybe 10 inches from the router. <laughs> it's stupid, isn't it? It's absolutely. It's shocking how bad it is. I got the um, PlayStation delivered uh, back in, what was it, like December 2013. 
and yeah. uh, I set it up on the big the big TV downstairs. Um, and the first thing, obviously, that you had to do was install a day one patch, a firmware patch. Uh, and the, the PlayStation popped up and told me it would take, uh, I think it was 49 hours to download <laughs> this this patch. I brought it upstairs, plugged it in and started it up again. And it was done in, I think it said 64 seconds. That was the difference. Nice. Yeah. It's, um, it's just so, yeah, maybe out. that's the component. Um, and the terabyte thing... I think everyone knows you can switch out the hard drive pretty easily. This is obviously just because they know that things are going very much online at the moment and they're going to want to sell to newbies um, double the capacity. I mean, a terabyte minimum. You remember the 360, it started off at a 20 gig hard drive and then 60, then 120, and then 250 maybe? Yeah, it was... Yeah, Fucking. they did. Same on the PS3. They had the different models, didn't yeah. they? Um, it always goes up, doesn't it? It's just moving with the times, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I think they'll announce that at E3. Um, they haven't officially announced it at this point, but we know it's happening. Um, yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Finally, this happened today. Today being Wednesday. I Fallout 4. Fallout 4 is announced, officially announced. Everyone knew that this was happening. The moment that Bethesda um, penciled in an E3 conference for the first time in their history, everyone knew that Fallout 4 was coming. Yeah, Um, it wasn't going to be another Elder Scrolls game, was it? No. Um, So Fallout 4 announced for Xbox One, PS4, PC... um, it was announced yesterday for us, that was last Tuesday, and then the following day we received a trailer, and the trailer is all gameplay footage, which is very, yeah, very fantastic. rare these days. Mm. Have you watched this? Yeah, it's colourful, which is it's very amazing colourful. for a full It feels game. like they've, they've maybe addressed the, um, the lack of colour in yes. the previous Fallout <laughs> games. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... It looks really nice. Like there's a few bits where I was like, not too sure. Um, it looked like it was a bit disjointed. Like, um, say, like the character did look like he was in the world or something like that. Um, but apart from that, yeah, really cool. It's got all the classic Fallout stuff in there. Like, uh, was it Vault One 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 and stuff like that? Um, why has it got a bloody dog though? Don't know. It's beautifully put together. The trailer um, looks really nice. The uh, the style of it and everything. Mm. I I thought that the, I found the graphics somewhat underwhelming personally from mm-hmm. the trailer. As you say, like it may be a little little early, and the fact that they've used an in-game engine for their entire trailer should be commended. And I wouldn't yes. start bashing them for it not looking slick and nice but I didn't think it looked I, I knew that it would have to be running in a new engine there's no way that they could keep using the old Skyrim engine no. <laughs> um, I'm, I, it didn't look as gorgeous as I was expecting if I'm completely honest the thing is I think we've got to take into account on like how large this game is going to be the size yes, of it as well. The old MMO argument with graphics. Yes. 
Um, and also, they don't want to go down the route of like watchdogs and that lot. Whereas, like, oh, and also The Witcher 3 uh, in recent terms. Um, showing off this wonderful, beautiful, you know, high res, super HD 4K, bloody da video uh, and then like months down the line when the game comes out it's like well that looks nothing fucking like that what are you doing i mean imagine if this looked better when it came out because that's how it should work it should look better when it comes out it shouldn't look worse it should look better but developers as a general rule will dress things up better than they can actually achieve and then they'll bottle it yeah, you know, they won't be able to pull it off. Uh, I don't know. It's too, it's too early to judge. There wasn't enough footage there. It's early doors. It, it's I'm sure it's going to be fantastic because it's it's a Bethesda open world game, and yeah. I've loved every one of those I've ever played. Um, I just I wasn't absolutely blown away by the graphics, and it's been so long since Fallout Three and a fair old whack of time since Skyrim and I was expecting to be really floored by what I was seeing but I wasn't having said that I mean maybe the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One aren't capable of the sort of graphics that would blow my mind so (laughs) maybe it's kind of fair enough I suppose yeah either way it's hugely exciting that it's coming out Um, I think we, we all played the ever-loving shit out of Fallout 3. What a wonderful game. Fallout Did you ever play um, New Vegas? I had a little go of it. I had a lot of problems with bugs and stuff, yeah. if I'm honest. What did you um, play it on PC? Put me off. No, 360. What was it? I played it on PS3, I think, and mine seemed to be fine on that. Maybe it was one of those rare games where the uh, <laughs> PlayStation 1 was more optimised than the Microsoft one. Yeah. Oh, well. Don't know. Um, still not, not sure about that dog, mate, though. Dogs in games. No. Not impressed. No. Either way, not much to say about it. You've probably seen the trailer. If you're listening to this podcast, then you've watched that trailer. Um, Yes. We're very excited. And we'll bring you more when we know anything. But at this point, we don't. And that is the end of the news. This week. Out this week. I thought you were going to go into the um, Rainbow Six theme tune, the Vegas one. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Out this week. Out this weekend. Out this week. Out this week. The Elder Scrolls week. Online. <laughs> out this week. Out this week. Out this week. Out this week. <laughs> Fucking bubblegum camo, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. I wish they'd add that to the now beta so that we can have a go of it again. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Special. Out this week, The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, it's out on Xbox One and PS4. That's coming yeah. out on the 9th. What do you think of that, Ash? Yeah. <laughs> you still going to get it? You said no, you were going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I'll get it when it's like £10. Are you sure you're not going to get it? Because I remember you. we were talking last night and you were like, oh, 
I really want to buy another game. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I really want to buy another game. Yeah. And I was thinking, fucking Elder Scrolls Online's out next week, mate. Maybe you should uh, <laughs> want to get that. <laughs> you didn't say that, though. You know, I might have I, gone for I it. I didn't want to encourage you. I'm your friend. That's I don't want fine. you to just waste money. Shoot, it would be a waste of money. I would, I would literally rather you, you took your 50 quid... Uh, converted it to yen, yen, so that you got a lot of notes. Yeah, got a lot uh, of notes. And then fashioned a small hearth okay. in your garden, um, and threw all of the money onto the uh, onto the hearth and had a little fire. Maybe toasted some marshmallows. Um, I think that'd be better. Okay. Be better than the Elder Scrolls Online, mate. I like it. It's, uh, it's probably a good idea. Might get more enjoyment out of it. I mean, the marshmallows will be pretty tasty. So, yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay, I'll do that then. Uh, you wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't have any problems with instancing if you were to do that. That's true. And uh, I, I mean, your only fetch quest would be the marshmallows. <sighs> yeah, that's true. And that is IRL as well, buddy. You know. <laughs> That's true. I I could order them for delivery, though, I guess. Fuck Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> Next, Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy is coming out on the Vita. It is a Japanese dungeon crawler game coming out on the Vita. It's a new game. It's coming out on the Vita. New game. Vita. I, I'm just confused by this. Next, Colat. K-H-O-L-A-T is coming out on the PC on the 10th of June. It has made it through successfully through the Steam Greenlight program uh, and it is a survival horror game um, from a Polish developer set out in the wilderness and I don't know hardly anything about this other than a short video that I've watched but it looks gorgeous and um, it might be good. Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Lego Jurassic World. It's coming out on Xbox One, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Wii U. Are you interested in that? You're a Lego boy. You love a bit of Lego. Yeah, mate. I'll get it when it goes down to £10. Definitely. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Uh, Uh, It's out on Xbox One, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, Wii U, Wii, 3DS, Vita, and PC. (laughs) I missed the second line. Well played. That's good reporting. It's out on everything. It's out on everything. That sounds good to me. Have you seen anything about Jurassic World? Trailers or anything? Nah, mate. It's got that guy in it. Uh, who's in other films. Guardians of the Galaxy bloke. Yeah, old space kid. Chris. His name was. Is it Chris Pratt? Yes. I'm going to go with that. It's Chris yeah. Pratt. Um, okay. I kind of want to see it because it's Jurassic Park and it's Chris Pratt. But at the same time, uh, I've seen the trailer. I'm one of the unfortunate people who's seen the trailer. And um, that film looks wank. So <laughs> That's not like great, it? is it? It, it uh, looks really shit. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I, I can't comment. On that. It can't be worse than Jurassic Park 3. Who knows? That was a bad film. I, I thought there was only one Jurassic Park film, mate, so I'm out. You got some funny ideas. 
<laughs> that will happen. <laughs> Looks bollocks, but um, in a fun way. So I might go and see it. Yeah, it's Lego, mate. It's always fun. Be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I reckon that game will be like all the other Lego games, but Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah. Poor showing this week from out this week. It's going to be like that for a while. I think so. I think it, things tend to there tends to be a bit of a lull um, around the sort of E three period. We we are we are yeah. moving into that Mojave wilderness, aren't we? Um, where nothing comes out for about three months, um, and we find out which game is the uh, the game that has the highest form of Dead Island syndrome oh. that we've spoken about before. Oh. I don't know what it'll be this year. But, uh, I don't know. I think we should exciting. pick one each and have like a countdown timer as well for it. You know? <laughs> okay, I reckon that seems like a good shout. We will start that from next week. Yeah. <laughs> We've got I like the fact that the countdown timer is going to make no sense because we're going to be like on Tuesday, and other people will listen to this whenever. It's like, yeah, yeah, but we won't mention that fact. We'll just act as though it's real time. Yeah, um, real time. That sounds like a good. That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so that is out this week. Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. Now you would have thought with a uh, a week's gap that we'd be inundated with questions, but uh, that is not the case. No, all we have is answers. (laughs) <laughs> we, we forgot to Three. get any questions <laughs> yes Schwoops. I believe that is true <laughs> anyway um, question one is from everybody's favourite sponsor of the podcast and um, procurer of VIP tickets to see Fleetwood Mac <laughs> PJ who uh, asks us, what achievement or trophy are you most proud of? Um, he says, probably finding all the pigeons on GTA 4, or one. the Mile High Club achievement on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I never got um, that. That was super tough. I remember that one. That was the really quick one on the plane, wasn't it? Where you had like 35 yeah. seconds or something. Or whatever it was to sprint through it. It's ridiculous. GTA 1 speaks for itself, yeah. really. Uh, what's your. Is there one that you're like super, super proud of? No, the only thing I can remember is um, when I had my 360 and uh, I got the gamer score 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Uh, so 12,345 and I took a picture I was playing uh, open season at the time yeah the deer hunting game no it's like the uh, the cartoon film or the animated film open season it's oh, it's 
it's terribly shit. Uh, I got all thousand G's on it, mate. I, I went through them all like that. Surfs up, all the shit ones. Um, but yeah, on that game, I remember it was like um, probably about like midnight or one in the morning. Uh, my my girlfriend, which is actually my wife now, uh, was asleep in the bed next to me, and I was playing it with my headphones on. And I, I got the gamer score one, two, three, four, five, and I took a picture of it. Yeah, because I was like, "That's awesome." That is special. <laughs> I know, right? Never gonna get that again. I don't even know what my gamer score is now. After like, I can't remember what I got up to. No, no I don't really look at the total because I was 360 for so long, so it just kind of feels unimportant. I think I'm like a rank 11 or something like that. I know. I mean, like PS4. on on the 360, I can't remember what I got up to at all. Oh, you were on like uh, 40,000 or something by Was the end it? of it. Uh, I think so. I think I worked it out as an average of like 10,000 a year or something like that I was getting. Or maybe yeah, just over. which is pretty dedicated. Yeah, it was alright. What about you, buddy? Did you have uh, any memorable trophy slash Akimos? Um, I'm trying to think of... Achievement-wise, I don't think there were many games that I completed. The one that I always wanted to, but I never actually succeeded in doing so, was Project Gotham 4. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got all but one. I so remember this. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> so every good. chuckle is, 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 is like a slap in the face. I know, right? Because you're so much I, it, better than me. It was so hard that game to 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 get your maximum gamer score on there. Basically, there were there was one achievement that I couldn't get. I can't even remember what it was now. I know that they shortly afterwards they released a DLC pack uh, which I bought, and that had another gamer score as well. And I could do all but one of those achievements as well. Yeah, so it I was think- the, the super hardest difficulty. Like, and there was like a certain track or something. And there was just one track, and you just couldn't do it. There was a, it was a track you had to go around in the, um, I think it was like a caterum, like an R five hundred caterum, and you had to, you had to go around the track, and you had to go around in a specific amount of time, but you also had to earn a certain amount of kudos. Kudos, that was it. Yeah. Kudos points. So you had to do three laps of this small track in Vegas, and you had to get like. 85,000 kudos per lap or something and I was always about 20,000 kudos short I must have tried to do that a hundred times literally a hundred times I never did complete that um, yeah. I, <laughs> that was uh, that was when achievements really fucking meant something back in the day <laughs> yeah definitely uh, the one that I'm most proud of on the Playstation and I don't think that the actual word is proud I'm not sure that I'm proud of this. Um, if anything, I feel a little bit dirty and uh, a little bit as though perhaps I should have maybe just gone for a walk. Um, <laughs> perhaps in the woods. Um, in the sunshine. But no, uh, Rayman Legends. <laughs> the, uh, the platinum trophy on Rayman Legends involves you... Um, you have to reach a certain... Several, I think it's like six thousand or something like that. Score. Um, I think I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but basically, when you complete the game, you end up on 
uh, like 4,600 or something like that. And to get those remaining like 1,400 points, you have to do daily challenges. And each challenge is, if you do well on it, is worth 25 to 50 points. So to get that Platinum Trophy, I had to load up and play for about 20-25 minutes every day. Rayman Legends for about, I think it was about 15 weeks. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like a three-month period where I played that game every day. It, I literally worked Rayman Legends into my my daily routine nice. <laughs> of things, you know, of things to do. Um, and that was a very, very sweet moment when that trophy dinged and I got that that platinum that's um, done. and it's still it's like 0.1 uh, is the percentage of people who've got that platinum I think when I uh, when it ticked over I, on the overall leaderboards I was in the sort of top 100 in the world something like that presumably I've dropped down <laughs> a little while now but nice. um, that'd be the one for me nice. but I'm not I, I wouldn't say proud um, <laughs> alright and uh, after waiting, or not waiting, after listening to yours, I've I've got two games that I was proud of. And I would say proud. One was um, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls, um, getting every single achievement on that, including the DLC. That took a lot of time and effort and really enjoyed it. And the other one was the original Trials, getting all the Akimons on that, like even like the Marathon Man one, which was like... You had to do like the extreme tournament or whatever it is without any faults, and yeah, yeah, that's something. Smash that! I was, oh yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. I mean, that one is like an upper echelon thing, isn't it? I mean, my one, anyone could have got that Rayman trophy had they just persisted for long enough. Whereas that Trials Platinum, um, I firmly believe I could never get that. Like, there was a sort of level of talent there that you have for those Trials games. Um, that That's a real, like, Platinum yeah, Trophy stroke, like... thousand percent gamer score. That is that is a, a different, otherworldly thing that, that certain most people just literally couldn't do it. Whereas my one, you could if you <laughs> went on for long enough. <laughs> uh, next question, this is from Bob. And uh, he says, you never sharp about racing games. Are you going to get a steering wheel? <laughs> We've talked about this before, haven't we? Privately, yeah, definitely. Not on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I would like one. I, th- I think I'll... If I do end up getting one, it would be like an elaborate present, like uh, a birthday or Christmas gift. I, I don't think I'd go out and buy one myself. But it's the sort of thing you can't justify buying no, with your I own can't. money. Like you need someone to buy it for you. Yeah. Unless you're like a real like a massive virtual racing enthusiast. Yeah. Um I think Bob actually has a friend who um has built themselves literally like a cockpit, you know, nice. like with a proper wheel and like the three screens and maybe the rear view screen and everything. Um my biggest concern is that the the time that I enjoy racing on my PlayStation the most is with my friends when we're doing, you know, on like Friday night game night or whatever. And I would I would be a little bit concerned that I was giving myself an advantage there. I've noticed a lot of the best times on the Project Cars leaderboards especially uh, are people... It actually tells you whether they used a steering wheel or a gamepad and, and a lot of them inevitably a steering wheel. 
The idea that we'd be playing on a game night and my steering wheel would be giving me an advantage would probably make me not use it. And so that'd be a bit disappointing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a bit pointless having one then, really. The exactly. The time that you play the game, you don't want to use it. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of our friends aren't big sort of massive racing enthusiasts. They're not going to go and, you know, chuck 100, 200 quid at a peripheral like that that they didn't really need. Yeah. I'd love to have one. I just, I'm not sure how much I would use it. That's the issue, isn't it? Definitely. I think so. I mean, with the F1 game coming out, um, we're going to have two really good simulations before the end of the year. Um, I suppose it depends. But come Christmas, there's every chance that I might have that on my Christmas list. Maybe Santa will get it for me. I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> so the Thrustmaster ones are the kind of the the Mac Daddy, aren't they, at the moment? In yeah, terms they of seem the... pretty decent. You want one with force feedback and stuff like that, don't you? Yeah, definitely. It's pointless. Definitely. Would you um? Do you, do you want? I suppose you want pedals and everything. Flappy yeah. paddle gearbox. I guess yeah. that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah, that's what you want, mate. Uh, not like the whole hog of like the, the racing setup, but you want a decent one where you can have a bit of uh, variety and stuff you can do. And finally, we have a question from Johnny Briggs. The Johnny Briggs. The Johnny Briggs. And he asks, With women now on FIFA, what other sports games should women be in? Um, for the record, he's put women in inverted commas on both occasions. Now, I don't know what that means. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's derogatory or if he doesn't believe women are real. Um, <laughs> I, I, either way, um, does anything spring to mind for you? I mean, it kind of kind of comes down to what other sports. Uh, well, they're in me, golf games, aren't they? Already, they are in golf games. Yeah, which is funny considering what golf stands for. Yes, it makes no sense. Indeed. Um, I don't know. I don't see why they can't be in other games. I mean, rugby. I mean, that that's a cracking game, rugby 15, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, it comes down to what, um, what other sports prominently feature women, like um, in terms of televised. Like, women's football is televised on many, many channels all over the world, and it was... Yeah, it, it was long overdue, if you ask me, that yeah. women's football should be included in FIFA. I think it's great that they've done that. Um, I do wonder what Konami will do. Um, I suspect nothing, based on probably nothing. Based on yeah. their, yeah, probably nothing. Um, maybe they're just, uh, I don't know. They sacrifice the women in favour of more servers. That's what I do me, but. Um, Women's cricket, that's quite popular. Yeah. Uh, that's televised. So, but there aren't that many. I mean, the, presumably there's an Ashes game on the way, seeing as the Ashes starts next month. But yeah, they, they just need to be included. It comes back to our point earlier that we spoke about. Um, they just need to be included into more games. I mean, like, what year is this now? Like, I don't know. Who cares? That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, it's long overdue, but it's been such a male-dominated industry, the uh, the gaming industry, for such a long time that uh, it's just taking a very long time for things to move forward. Change, yes, change and move forward, yes, you're right. 
yeah, it's strange. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a good thing, and I don't see, you know, equality and all. Let's do this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I do I do think that it would be nice if you could play the women's teams versus the men's teams. I don't know why that why that wouldn't be something you could do. Um just out of in, just out of uh comedy and interest and you know, why not? Why shouldn't you be able to? Um why shouldn't uh some women who are having a gaming night together maybe want to take the uh England women's football team through a World Cup tournament with the men's teams and exactly. and win the World Cup? Like why wouldn't you want to do that? We'd be up for doing that. Like in virtual tennis, can you play the females against the males in that and stuff? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. Makes no difference, does it? Strange one, but... Uh, uh, complain to FIFA right now, or yeah, <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's one of those, isn't it, where you can't really... It's cool, it's cool that that EA are doing it but you kind of just can't believe that no one's done it already in anything else um, yeah I know strange isn't it but it's cool and um, yeah like it and I hope that Konami follow suit I think they should do um, they should they should do the same do it So I think that's about it for the Justice for Gamers podcast episode 13. Have you had a nice time, Ash? You're back off your holiday. You're feeling very laid back. Have you enjoyed this evening? I think I'm a bit jet lagged. You know, going through no time zone changes. (laughs) How long was your flight? What, two hours? Yeah, it's about two hours, mate, you know. God, I can't even imagine what you're going through at this point. I had to go to work today. Oh, wasn't great. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm doing this and I don't even know what I'm saying. No, he's lost the plot, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Next week will be better, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your way of trying to get people to listen next week? Yeah, tune in. Tune in. Listen, tune in, download, watch it. Listen. I'd like to uh, also state the fact that um, one of the reasons we recorded a podcast early a couple of weeks ago is because I was uh, going on to a radio station <laughs> to play some music, to play some songs. Uh, that's happening literally as we speak right now, me and Ash. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not like listening that. to myself on the radio because I'm recording a podcast. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a good one. Uh, we've uh, dealt with uh, some issues in the gaming industry. Indeed. Um, we've talked about rubbish games and good games. True. You know, it's been uh, it's been good. What do you want to play now? Now we're done. Um, probably a bit of GTA again. <laughs> yeah I'm up for some GTA okay yeah. that'll do us then uh, cool. thanks very much for listening uh, we are Justice for Gamers you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers Twitter we are at Justice for Gamer uh, we're also on YouTube but we've got a selection of numbers and letters because we only have 8 subscribers that Nine. will change one day 
and we nine will let you know when now. that happens. Is it nine now? It's nine. We got a new one. Yeah, we get one more double figures, buddy. Then we get get the money. Yeah, that's it. That's when we. <laughs> that's when the Benjamins roll in. <laughs> uh, we're also on Google Plus. If that's how you choose to live your life. Um, my neighbour's dog is barking again, which uh, may or may not be picked up on the microphone right now. But either way, thanks very much for listening. And uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. been listening to the justice for gamers podcast with ash and me alex we release this every sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead to find out more head to justiceforgamers.com facebook forward slash justice for gamers or twitter at justice for gamer if you have anything interesting to say pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and if you could write us a review on itunes we'd be forever in your debt have a cracking week and we'll catch you next time <laughs>